What's going on, everybody? And welcome to the third week of the weekly podcast known as the UWO, the Urban World Order. I'm Kyle Chapman. I'm here with my cohorts, my partners in crime, Eddie Ortiz. What's going on, everybody? And for once, not fashionably late, Brian Lopes. I try my best. I'm I'm sorry. I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. uh, We cover everything on wrestling. Um, And this week, uh, lack thereof. But um, before we get into the wrestling, there's a little challenge that was thrown to us from the uh, Codex Prime podcast um, on Facebook. And if you're not a follower of theirs, definitely go ahead and do that. Victor and Kyle definitely hold it down on a weekly basis uh, with everything in the nerd verse, as they like to call it. But Carl Bird had the audacity to call me out in my cohorts in a little challenge for a game known as Street Fighter Five. And there's, um, as I stated to them on their podcast, there's, there's some things you don't do in life. Um, you, you, you don't piss into the wind, you know what I mean? You, you, you don't tug on Superman's cape. Uh, you don't call Kyle Chapman out on Street Fighter. It's just what it is. So, uh, Codex Prime versus UWO is definitely happening. Eddie got a little stipulation he wants to add to that. Go ahead, Eddie. Well, since Carl wanted to call you out in his best Kenny Omega impression, which was uh, kind of botched, <laughs> I added a stipulation that the loser, since we're going to keep in the tradition, eat some hot peppers. Now, I know Ooh. I'm sure you can handle spice. Ooh. I'm sure Carl can handle spice. Everybody can. Handle... So I'm going to go looking out for some ghost peppers. Oh, that's a little bit more spicy than Hawaiian pizza, Victor. We're, we're... In a... <laughs> oh, I might have. <laughs> Pineapple, just in case for Vic, so he can cool himself off afterwards. <laughs> I think that's like the worst thing after a pepper. But we're gonna have to step it up and go ghost pepper style. Oof. That's gonna be brutal. So get some Pepto ready. Yeah, get it ready. So, uh, <laughs> Kyle, you lose. You know I don't do spicy foods. Oh, that's gonna uh, suck. So don't you lose. And that's why we're bringing Brian along. He's the, you know, what I mean, he's gonna need everything. We're good. We're good. Oh, I, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, haven't fi- I haven't played a Street Fighter game in forever. Yeah, I don't lose. I don't lose. So you ain't got to worry about that. All right, guys. But we actually do have some topics here this week. Um, uh, what, from what we were able to salvage on the WWE side anyway. Oh. We're going to get right on into that. Um, let's see. The classic episode on Monday night of uh, Monday Night Well, That was right up there with... Uh, not, not that was probably one of the worst runs I've seen, uh, like ever. Um, and uh, oh, yeah. Eddie, did you see any good points? Uh, they, they, I know. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think, I'm trying to find it. Was they dropped the ball? How do you go? Last week's episode was up there, it, it was a rebound, and then they just completely dropped the ball this week. It was a glorified. Roman love fest. Sorry for all you Roman Reigns lovers out there. Oh no, no, I, I agree. I'm a Roman they, lover. That, it was pretty damn bad. They they were putting anything fluff piece on a Roman they could put on. I'm glad that I'm glad they didn't involve him in the tag match. But once again, what the hell did we want to see 
Seth, Dean, and Drew McIntyre for like what are we on like a, a month straight now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of watching the same guys go, at, mind you, the, the Seth put on a good match. You know the matches aren't bad. The matches are great. It's just getting repetitive. Yeah. It's just Definitely. there was Raw was a low point this week. Uh, in, my, in my book, Brian. Oh boy, uh, I don't. I don't even know how to go about this about salvaging Raw. But what I'm going to do this week, since I do have the reputation of being a, a hater, as some say. How um, would you get that reputation off? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say this, from a storyline standpoint, coming off the heels of what occurred last week with the Roman Reigns incident, and yes, I'm going to say his name because in wrestling, what else is there to talk about but Roman Reigns? Mm-hmm. WWE actually did a very, a very good job with the whole Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar angle. If you really think about it, he got a vote of confidence from Kurt Angle saying, I want you to whoop his ass. Yeah. No, one has told that. no one has said that to Roman yet. Uh, they did that vignette package with him where, where he had that little sit down. Um, they, and they also used the, the whole Paul Heyman promo at the end of the night. Now, at the same time, you can look at it and say, all right, Roman was built up pretty good. But what Paul Heyman said was, you know, this is a Brock Lesnar we haven't seen before. If he's willing to hurt me, just imagine what he's going to do to Roman. And with with all due respect, Roman's record isn't that great against Brock. But what it does do is it does add some type of intrigue to the main event. But where do we get – where do you get intrigue? It's the – they're doing it from the – they did this before, the first match with them. They made mm-hmm. Roman look like he has a chance, like he's a badass, and then he just got owned. Yeah, true. No, that is now true. This is supposed to be, how is this supposed to be a more vicious Brock Lesnar? He's been owning Roman in every match. It's been suplex, 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 F5, 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 F5. So yeah. now we're supposed to turn around and believe that it's going wait, to wait, 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 wait. In between F5, F5, there's a Superman punch. Let's, let's, let's. And the Hancock. You don't forget the Hancock. <laughs> you can't throw a Superman punch without the Hancock, I'm just saying. You know, so, but now we're expected to believe, oh, you know, this is a different Brock Lesnar, more vicious Brock Lesnar. He's been vicious every match. He's been vicious the whole time. How oh, is yeah. he more vicious? Because he put his hands on Paul Heyman? Honestly. And I was supposed to believe that all of a sudden, are we getting Superman Roman as opposed we, to Superman Cena? Unfortunately, we quite possibly could be because I even said this before around WrestleMania time this year that if Roman's going to win and beat Brock Lesnar and be believable, there has to come a time where WWE has to pull a Brock Lesnar John Cena from a couple of years ago at SummerSlam. Roman has to come in here looking strong. And in WWE, like I said, from them capitalizing last week when the crowd was chanting, we want Roman, we can't deny that this week on Raw, Roman Reigns was not getting cheered the entire time he was out there. You know, we can't we can't deny that aspect of it. And yeah, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Wait a minute, 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 wait a minute. Because um, I just heard Brian Lopes say something that I didn't think in my lifetime. I have known this guy probably close to 25 years that uh, – um, 
even more, probably even longer than that. Can you please repeat that? What, what were you doing for Roman Reigns again? Yes, the entire night when he was out there, the crowd was actually cheering for Roman. Yes, I said it, stamp it, Adrian. You can highlight it and put it on the billboard right next to you. <laughs> right but no, no. But I, but I'm talking about like the direction of what WWE is trying to present to people because I do bring up the term casual fan a lot. And there are a lot of casuals that do cheer because they hear everybody else cheering or booing because they hear every, everybody else boo. Like, don't get it wrong. I already know at Brooklyn, that match is going to get massacred by the crowd. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if it is turned into a beach ball fest. Like, that part I won't deny. <laughs> but to the, to the casual fans, it's a good sign because Roman is building some type of support. And when I, come, when I talk about the entry portion of it, there's a lot of things that can happen in that match. Could, could Paul Heyman turn his back on Brock? Could Brock keep the world title? Could Roman win the world title? And later on in the, or earlier on in the night, could Braun Strowman still be the money in the bank holder? Could Kevin Owens still be the money in the, or win the money in the bank and become the new holder and cash in? There actually is a lot of angles that we really don't look at as wrestling fans because we do have a lot of hate for Roman and not, and not Roman the person. We're talking about the character and the way the character is being positioned on the show. But mm-hmm. there, there is some intrigue that WWE did kind of build up on Raw. That is my only bright spot on this show. And that's and and this is coming from, you know, the guy who doesn't like Roman. I like I could I could also sit right here and say, hey, Roman was involved in six seconds. See, but no, see, there's a counterpoint. The intrigue is not in the match. The intrigue is in the end. Oh, yes, definitely. Everybody the the match, nobody will pay attention to this match. There will be beach ball, there will be booing. But once they everybody feels the ending is upon us, that's when all eyes will turn. Oh, Nobody's yes. looking. Uh, I'm not. I'm not personally looking forward to the match because if I have to watch another goddamn suplex F five fucking fest again, like it, I, I don't even know how much they're paying these guys to be taking getting thrown in the back of their heads thirty plus times a night by Brock, by Brock Lesnar. Oh, yeah. You know the intrigue is going. Uh, my eyes will be there at the last five minutes of the match. Totally. I, but I, I will say this. WWE does have us one way because what did you just say was the most important part of the match is the very end. But to get to the end, WWE is going to force us to watch the beginning, the middle, and the end. Mm, mm. And if you actually pay attention to the whole match, you might just actually see a damn good match. If the crowd doesn't try to take over the match, doesn't try to over, you know, basically. Well, if, if Brock Lesnar decides not to be a lazy bastard. Agreed. That's going to happen. I mean, Brock Lesnar's off the juice now. So, you know, his body's lingering down. He's at the time where, you know, he has probably probably has cardio issues, you know, once the cycles end. But um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's, let's move on, guys, because uh, we honestly put more thought into this Monday Night Raw than the WWE creative team did. Um, Let's get over to a uh, championship, which actually means something since it is the real WWE heavyweight championship, and it actually is defended on a regular basis. But it just seems to me like they're putting AJ in that title on the back burner. Um, you think they're being on over, over maybe overlooking AJ Styles in the WWE championship? Yes. Yeah. In my opinion, yes. And for anybody who, like, because we know there are a lot of, like, newer fans to WWE who watch only, and plus people that watch only at certain times. Um, 
what what they're doing to AJ Styles right now to me is very very similar to what they did to CM Punk during his title reign. Because first one, first one, first one, first title reign. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the long reign when he was like when he was actual champion too. There were times where he still wasn't the main event of a pay per view. You know, mm. Cena was having matches where he was main event in the pay per view. Kind of similar to right now where it's AJ Styles and, you know, even though he's putting on great matches night after night after night, with all due respect to Roman, because in ring he is very good, Roman Reigns has been overshadowing the guy. You know what I mean? Like, they're not emphasizing on a title which is their title. It's like, it's like everybody has their belt no matter what company you are. And WWE being the biggest company there is, that title should be elevated, should always be main eventing. Should never yeah. be opening up a show or mid carding a show. Oh, I I definitely agree. They they've spat on that on AJ Styles title run nine months and how many main events at a pay per view? I can't even honestly. Um, was the Shinsuke the original WrestleMania? Was that the last no. match? No, it was Brock. He has not main event. He has not main evented a title defense his whole run. Okay. Okay, that is that, that is wrong. For somebody of AJ Styles' caliber to be holding that title, like Brian said, it's definitely reminiscent of CM Punk. And I would not be I would not be surprised if AJ Styles was upset about this. You know, the man has put in work night after night, and the focal point is on Monday Night Raw, on Roman Reigns, on the universal title, which is non-existent. Mm. You know, they give him half-assed feuds. They throw him in. They they don't even they don't even give him quality matches. The Nakamura feud. They botched that whole feud because they wouldn't allow him to have quality matches, main event type matches. No, no overshadowing was going to go on at the main event, so they had to tone down the the whole feud with them. I'm hoping yeah. they, you know, course correct and, you know, up this feud between him and Joe because that has potential to be a brutal feud. Joe can do some things. And we all know how good Joe is on the mic and Joe is on backstage segments. They can go somewhere. It's just, but definitely, they've definitely just said, you know, AJ, here's the title. You know, you're the champion. You're WWE champion. You're on SmackDown, but you're the B team. Hey, 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 hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, shout out. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Shout out to the B team <laughs> for that entrance music. B team, B team, on, go, go, man. go. Oh, no. People were not loving it, but I was like, oh, I love these guys right now. Oh, go. <laughs> that was, that the, oh, no. It was so cheesy that it was good, that it yes. was funny, that it. Like, I, it put a smile on my face watching Raw. I was like, yo, I, I love it. They coming down there owning it. They're trying to get. They got the crowd owning it with them. It's just, it was great. It I know, it's screams, it absolutely it, screams Spirit Squad to me, man. Yes, that's what I said. I said it's. I said Spirit Squad. You know, oh my god. Yes, it does say Spirit Squad, but with these two guys and the way their comedy goes and how how they it's play the work. comedy role, it, work. it works. It's gonna work. Oh my god. Yeah, I was loving it. They had the crowd going. It was just. It was. I was not expecting it. Like, all of a sudden, I just looked up. I'm like, these guys, I was like, what? I was like, B team, go, go, go. Oh, uh, it had me die. Like, uh, I, I loved it. 
I was starting to warm up to the Battle Scar song, but no, this one, I think, this one took the cake, man. This is, oh my God. I, I don't, Kyle, go, go, go. I can't. Uh, so we're moving on because Eddie just broke <laughs> Man, uh, it seems like every week now the WWE has just that moment that you're just, just shaking your head. Just, you know, last week was the uh, duet. Lashley and uh, yeah, that, that put a, yeah put a smile on everybody's face. And th- oh, this yeah. week it's the B team's entrance. Oh, oh. Um. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, all right, guys. Like you know what? Let's just let's just let's, let's just move on. <laughs> I need that ringtone in my life. <laughs> oh my goodness, man! Oh, <laughs> all right. So, um, as uh, many of you. You know, major wrestling fans know, and uh, probably I'd say eight percent of the casuals. But yeah, damn it, if you're listening, you're gonna find out now. Uh, Madison Square Garden show, uh, which is gonna feature the Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestlers, indies guys who know how to put on a good damn show. Um, it's already selling out sixty percent from just the pre-sale. That's just commitment um what do you think about that uh me oh brian oh i'm sorry i thought you said eddie i apologize <laughs> <laughs> all right let's let, let's do some let's do some numbers really quick right now work is in over a million plus homes right now say for wrestlemania they decide to say, hey, everybody who has access to our WWE network will receive an email with a code that will give you two-day early access to purchase tickets. Say 10% of the people decide, hey, I'm going to buy these tickets to this show. That is almost, that's 100,000 people, let's say from a million, right? Mm -hmm. Now, Ring of Honor offers their own service called the Honor Club which allows people who aren't in the area to watch their show on a weekly basis online, a lot of the streaming services. Um, all they did today was release the code to the honor club members to get first access at these tickets. MSG holds around anywhere between 17 to 20,000 for a wrestling show, depending on if you even decide to have a Tron or anything like that. Yeah. But what you're expecting, what you're expecting. Yeah. Um, these dudes sold 60% of the building before the general public. The general public has access to these. Only their honor club members. That just shows you that not only is the product good, that they can fill up a Madison Square Garden, because trust me, those tickets are going to go on sale on Friday. They will be sold out by noontime. If tickets go on sale at 10, they'll be sold out by noon. They might pull an all-in and sell out in 30 minutes, because if all you got left is about anywhere from six to 10,000 tickets, mm-hmm. you're going to sell that place out. To me, that's a huge step for pro wrestling and pro wrestling fans. That's just showing, you know, as much as we hate to always go at Vince, but it's letting Vince know, hey, there's a product out here that other fans like that we are willing to sacrifice our hard-earned money to go see. And I have nothing but praise and kudos to New Japan and Ring of Honor. And I'm praying to God the main event is IWGP champion versus ROH champion. 
Let it be Jay Lethal. Let it be Kenny Omega. That place will sell out. And I gotta tell fun. you, man, if that happens, I might just put the ticket my damn self. That will be a good one. Oh, my girl already told me. She said on Friday, if anybody wants to go, let give me the numbers now. I will purchase tickets. She will sit at the computer for ten o'clock. She already told me that. So nice, nice, <laughs> beautiful, Eddie. Where, where are you at on this? Oh, they they're selling out. It's a it's a done deal. Madison Square Garden is going to be packed. You know, I'm wondering if this is going to be something we can see, possibly see online or something. That'd be great. Something we can see streamed or something. That'd be awesome. But, isn't the um, isn't the I, I believe yes we I believe we are getting the first hour in. correct. The, the all in is on pay per view. It's going to be on pay per view. The first hour is going to be free on uh, WGN. What's that? Uh, they're calling it Zero Hour. Yep. But yes, yes, yes. I will be ordering that. I do not care. I will. Di- People dished out a hundred dollars for Floyd Mayweather. I'll dish out a hundred dollars for all in. Honestly, I would too. I'll, I'll dish out a hundred bucks. I will be watching that the second I find out how I can order it. The greatest boxer of all time, Floyd Mayweather. You forgot to say that right before you uh, took his name. Oh, yes. Yeah, my name. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right, man. So here we go. Um, This is the part of the uh, show where, uh, at least myself, I've noticed myself doing this. And uh, damn it, it's actually entertaining. Uh, Jeff Hardy, are we digging out our shovels? Uh. Um. Well, this whole that, that Randy Orton, Jeff Hardy, Nakamura thing—I, I don't even know what's going on. I, who's supposed to be feuding with who? Really? You know the the promo from Randy Orton. I didn't. I, I wasn't a fan of it on Tuesday. You know, it came out. I get no respect. I don't see how that's possible. People bow to this man. Randy Orton has had the career where. It's not believable. I get no respect. You put people on a higher pedestal than me. You know, if he would have came out and said, I just feel like taking, you know, taking him out for the sole purpose of doing it, that would have been more believable to me. Yeah. You know, it's Randy Orton. If he would have came out and said, I just felt like taking out Jeff Hardy. I would have been like, oh, great. That's perfectly fine with me right there. But for him to come out, I, you know, you respect him more than me. I don't believe that one. Nobody. Even people, people trying to boo him and they're still cheering him. I heard mixed reviews. You can see it on Randy's face. He's even trying his hardest to get people to hate him again. Yeah. Like, yeah. loathe him again. Yeah. And yeah. people are cheering. People are still RKO. He can, he can, all he wants, try not to do the RKO, not to say RKO. People are still going to stand behind Randy Orton. Now, when does Nakamura come into all this? Why is Nakamura defending the title against Jeff Hardy at the pay-per-view? You know, is this going to be, are they going to make another triple threat match? I, I feel that they're going to make another triple threat match. It's like WD is leaning towards it, but they don't want to pull the trigger because how many triple threat matches are they going to have? Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. Is on, on one weekend. But mm-hmm. And I, that I could just, be the new Teddy Long thing, man. Teddy Long is all about the tag team. This could be the new Teddy Long thing with the, with the triple you know, threat. Throw out a triple threat, triple threat, triple threat. <laughs> but Jeff Hardy, I feel, he's come. He's the Hardys are at the end. You know, this might be Jeff's last big hurrah. 
I really don't see where they keep going with Jeff on anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't see where he keeps going. His body's in tatters. So it's just that feud right there is a whole debacle. I don't, I don't understand it really. I just don't get a three-way feud like that where there's really no direction. This, I, it's kind of hard to keep track. I, I mean, is Shinsuke and Randy Orton working as a tandem? Or do they have heat with each other? Exactly. You know like I, mean? the, I, I get that. Ryan, make some sense of this. Yeah, I was pretty much everything Eddie said is exactly how I'm feeling. I I don't get the connection between the three guys. I mean, I get Orton's trying to end the legacy because Jeff Hardy's so loved and stuff. Nakamura is just fighting Jeff Hardy just to fight Jeff Hardy. Um, Jeff Hardy wasn't even on SmackDown yesterday. Um, what's the deal with Randy Orton and Nakamura? Like they haven't touched each yeah. other. Like they've had a couple, they've had a couple like awkward stare downs, but they never like they never physically touched yet, which would be a great match one on one. And in all honesty, the triple threat would be pretty cool too. I just don't get it. It like there's three really good ingredients. It's like a pizza, ham, and you know pineapple. Hey, 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 like they're all hey, 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 hey. they all taste good together, or t- they all taste good, but together it's like feeling. And and I'm sorry, I must say this. Kyle, please don't kill me. I kind of am team Hawaiian pizza. I don't mind it. It's not. I won't order it right away, but if it's there at a party or something, I'll grab All right, slice. people, I want y'all but, to give it up for Brian Lopes' last episode of the UWO podcast. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. If, if we be on three, Vic, you playing, because trust me, I don't play on PlayStation. So, And I haven't played Street Fighter in God knows how long, so we're – no I'll worries. take them all out. It does not matter. That's what I do. <laughs> I believe it. You the leader in this. You Xavier Woods. I'm just biggie in the background flipping flapjacks. <laughs> just get your popcorn ready. It's going to be some entertainment. Uh, I'm going to put these hands on them. Is what They're going to get this work. That's that's just what I say when I beat somebody. you just you just going to get this work. <laughs> let, let me say this too. For those who don't know, Kyle called me earlier today and told me about this. And I was I was actually gonna put on the Codex Prime podcast. I listened to it on SoundCloud. If I don't get a chance to watch it live, I listened back after he told me about this challenge, and I'm all in. <laughs> I'm all in. This is fun. We're gonna put on a show, and somebody gonna get that work, as they say. Uh, and speaking <laughs> of challenges. Um... This is a challenge that myself and Brian were speaking about. Um, Eddie, you're not too familiar with it, but just play along like you are. Um, Codex Prime threw us a challenge in Street Fighter, and we're wrestling guys, so we're going to throw them a challenge on predictions. We got the TakeOver, which is going to steal the show. Um, (laughs) It's still the whole weekend. We got the TakeOver coming up from TakeOver Brooklyn as well as SummerSlam. So what we're going to do, Codex Prime, is we're going to give you our predictions for the NXT and WWE uh, uh, pay-per-views. I don't, I'm not even sure if they call it pay-per-views anymore. And you two go ahead and give us yours. We'll compare numbers. We'll compare numbers and see who knows more about what. Especially Victor, who week after week throws shots at the GOAT Known as Roman Reigns. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to go back and forth. We're going to start Eddie, 
and Brian, you take over. I don't want to clash our uh, predictions too much, so we'll just go one by one. Uh, so, Eddie, let's start out. You got the NXT Women's Championship match. You got Kyrie Sane and Shayna Baszler. Who's taking it? Ooh, Kyrie and Shayna. That elbow was so pretty. I'm going to go Kyrie oh, yes. because I got a feeling Shayna's due for a call-up. Oh, mm. nice. So, I don't know if it's going to be after SummerSlam she'll get the call-up. But I do see her dropping the title now, so that way they can make, maybe maybe she'll have a rematch, and then get called up. But I want to say Kyrie Singh. All right, we got one for Kyrie Singh. UWO's backing the homie Eddie's prediction. We're going Kyrie Singh on this one. All right, NXT Tag Team Championship match. It's going to be the Undisputed Era, who realistically is keeping. It ridiculously good on NXT. Oh yes. Um, versus the team with the worst name this side of Billy and Chuck Mustache Mountain. Uh, Brian, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, this is the match that I personally think might steal the entire weekend. They tore it up at the NXT show over in the UK. They tore it up here in America when the Undisputed Era won their titles back. And I'm just going to play my guitar and I'm going to ride off into the sunset just like my boy Kyle O'Reilly. The Undisputed Era are going to keep their tag team titles. Beautiful. Well, you just made my prediction really easy because my mindset was that if Undisputed Era loses those titles, they'll be on Raw two days later. So... Since they're staying, we got the NXT North American Championship match of Adam Cole versus Ricochet. Excuse me. Excuse me. Adam Cole, Bay Bay versus <laughs> Ricochet. Um, I want to say Ricochet so bad because he's honestly my favorite talent right now on NXT. I said it. There you go. You guys got it. Um, but I'm thinking Adam Cole. I'm going to go with Adam Cole. I'm going to ride the Cole train. All right, then we have EC3 versus Velveteen Dream. And uh, we're keeping this in order. How about it, Eddie? Uh, This one, going Dream. Going the Velveteen Dream finally gets one at a big show. Mm-hmm. Okay, EC3 doesn't need it yet. He's still they're still building him up to be somebody bigger than he is at this point. And the Velveteen, they don't want to let him fall into that category of being the welcome mat because he's lost the big matches. He lost the Ricochet. You know, he lost the the one before. So I'm going Velveteen gets this one. Redemption time, time to build him back up as a real solid, you know, threat. All right, and I said a little while ago that um, Ricochet is my favorite talent on NXT, but another one who was very close to Ricochet, in my opinion, if not maybe even better, but Mr. Alistair Black. He's hurt. He was taken out of the main event. Uh, Before we get to the prediction of part three of uh, 
probably the best thing going in WWE right now. Uh, Brian, you got any news on Alistair? Yeah, from what I heard about Alistair Black, for those of you guys don't know, uh, he was injured at a house show over the weekend and had to have emergency surgery. Um, the surgery went well. He is healing up, but from what I read as early as like four o'clock this afternoon, that he is, even though they're going to air it tonight, that they're going to build a triple threat match. Alistair Black will not be medically cleared for the match at TakeOver. So, unfortunately, it's not official yet by WWE because I'm assuming they're going to show the airing tonight of NXT. Uh, the best of my knowledge, is not going to be at TakeOver. All right, which leads us to now we had a non-sanctioned match. We had the street fight, which were both ridiculous. Yes. Um, part three, Tommaso Ciampa versus Johnny Gorgano. Brian, you got to be honest. Uh, we went to the match, brother. Uh, we, we, this is, this is going to be the hard one, man, because it is the rubber match. It's the best feud going, and it's hard to truly pick a winner especially with the aspect of Alistair Black not being there. I really didn't. I, I honestly thought if he wasn't the match, he was going to be the fall guy, thinking, like you said, that most likely he's going to end up getting called up after SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Um, so this makes it very hard, but the money right now is in the chase. And Gargano is making too many mistakes. And Champa is super hot right Ridiculously now. I can't. Hot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hot, and that crowd is going to love it no matter who wins. But I think we got to roll with Champa on this one, man. Champa is just the man right now. All right. Codex Prime, you got our NXT Brooklyn four predictions. Now let's jump right on into SummerSlam. Let's go with what's probably going to be a dark match. Please, please, please be a dark match. Please be a dark match. Um, that being Cedric Alexander versus Drew Gulag. Eddie, you try to... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Eddie, you make me... You make me at least attempt to watch 205 Live every week. So, Eddie, you're going to set this off. Go ahead, man. Well, here's hoping, here's hoping they finally get on the main show, but it's probably going to be on the kickoff. Mm-hmm. So I hope not. I, I hope not neither. It's, it's ridiculous how, you know, the Cruiserweight title is supposed to mean something and they keep airing them on, you know, the kickoff show. I support it. I support it. But go ahead. But I have to say, <laughs> my gut feeling says, Alexander retains for the sheer fact that it's going to be a pre- it's going to be on the kickoff show. Okay. Thank you very much for admitting that it's going to be on the kickoff show. We're riding with the the homie Cedric. Hey Brian. Yes, sir. We're going to start you off with a match, and I'm going to give you this one out of order, only because you happen to be featured in. We got Samoa Joe versus AJ Styles. Who you got in that match? Right? <laughs> oh, man. Why, 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 why am I getting the tough ones? Why am I getting the tough ones? Oh, man. Oh, all right. Uh, with this match, 
this is going to be awesome, no matter who wins. Again, it's just like the Gargano and Ciampa thing, and this is another reason why this match should be in the main event. Um, to me, I love AJ Styles. I love the reign so far. It's been great. Samoa Joe has just come back from an injury. Actually, I don't even know if it was an injury. He was just off TV for a little while. Um, honest to God, as much as I really want to see a title change, I don't think it's going to happen. I think AJ's going to retain, and they're going to keep the storyline going for a little while before Joe gets coordinated champion. Yeah. So I'm going to go with – I got to go AJ. We're going AJ. We are going AJ. And honestly, I, I'm i going AJ myself. I was just going to let you handle that because, again, you happen to be featured in the match. All right. And oh, I'm going to take Bless. an easy one because that's what I do. I take the easy way out. Um, I'm going to take <laughs> the uh, Raw Women's Championship match of Alexa Bliss versus Ronda Rousey. And I'm going to go that the WWE creative team has shown just how predictable they can be lately. As of late, I should say. Um, and I'm going to say that Alexa Bliss retains due to a natty heel turn to set up a natty and Ronda Rousey feud that we're going to see every week. Oh, I like that's that. The, that's the only possible outcome from what, they, from what they've given us so far. It's just, like, so blatant. Mm-hmm. Like, they've even written it. I'm sure they've even written out why the next night Natty comes out and says, Oh, you all cheer and love Ronda over me. I've been here longer, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, it's completely predictable. We already know the promo that's going to be cut the next night. Ronda's music hits. She comes running out trying. Oh, God. So, yeah. You can already see. He already has the next Monday Night Raw planned as well, man. Yeah, so <laughs> we're going bliss. Predictable. Okay, can, can we really quickly just say how bad that main event was on a Raw oh. Like a strong showing, I gotta give it up though. A strong showing for Rhonda, she's the rookie. No, 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 Rhonda did, but Alicia Fuchs in the main event of Monday Night Raw. Seriously, my head hurts. Wait, 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 before you continue, can you please repeat her name again? Alicia Fuchs. (laughs) That's why you should be watching 205 Live. You would have heard no one done. That girl needs to go back to 205 Live and back to Noam Dodge. Stay over there. Cause how you? I'm sorry. She needs to hit the appointment line. How How you been there that long and still suck? <laughs> how you been there Hold that on. long and still suck? <laughs> it was her hometown, and she screwed up so they badly. Gave this woman was- a of, like, this is like the culmination of her whole career. When they show a highlight reel of her career, this is the culmination. Her in the Pretty main much. event on yeah. Raw. Yeah. To get okay, over Ronda Rousey. She told, like, I, Ronda did everything that was expected of somebody who's still new, somebody who hasn't for the last, you know, month been training hardcore because of all this running around she does and everything. So she did what she was expected. She botched, completely botched the arm bar. Mind you, the, that was why do they make her put the armbar on and that that's not an armbar that's like a chicken wing inverted I have yeah, no idea what they're calling she completely botched the armbar but I expected more from Alicia Fox to the from the opening promo to just the whole match she if she never shown on TV again we all know why okay 
Oh, easily. In, in, in all actuality, too, I know I said that, you know, she should be fired. And with all due respect, I don't mean that in a negative way, like, oh, fire Alicia Fox because she sucks. No, there's a time that you got to look at that roster and a lot of people that are on that roster who ain't doing a damn thing that are chilling and catering, collecting a check, should not be there. I'm sorry. I know it's their livelihood. They make money. But y'all can go somewhere else and make money or go somewhere else and actually be used properly. Or like, at least I'm sorry, Alicia to, Fox. Make the effort to hone your craft. Yeah. Yeah, that too. I think take, Ronda Rousey and the little bit of time that she's been there has shown more improvement than Alicia Fox has in oh. what ten years? Yeah. She's she has she's the what she is the longest tenured currently on the roster. She's been there the longest. Yeah. By far, she has too. not improved she's... one 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 bit. Mm. She's been there since Edge and Vicky Guerrero were getting married. Like that's how far back she goes. Oh, was, that was a horrible main event. It was a bad that was a bad combination. They could have had somebody mm. better for, for Ronda to face. Somebody who could have carried the match better. You know what she should have faced? Anybody else. All right, let's just <laughs> We're going to keep this moving because um, we still got a few more matches to cover before we get to our final thoughts. But um, uh, who are we on? Eddie. We're on Eddie. We're on Eddie. And Eddie, you're going to take the uh, singles match for the money or monster in the bank contract between Kevin Owens and Braun Strowman. I'm going Kevin Owens. Nice. I like it. I like it. Thank you. Why? Because they, they, Braun Strowman does not need to as money in the bank to win that title. He just needs to actually have a title match against you know somebody who is going to actually you know be willing to drop the title. Yeah. Not Brock Lesnar. Yeah. So <laughs> his title reign will come. He's it's it's blatantly obvious. Like there's no way that man's not going to have a title run. A few of them, barring major catastrophe injury. So he does not need it. KO winning that match will set up everybody's, everybody be on the edge of the seats the entire Roman Brock match. Because you can believe KO cashing that in. He got thrown off a cage. He deserves it, man. (laughs) Yes. And KO adds more. KO stalking for, with the cat with with the briefcase stalking the title adds better story. Yeah, you know, Brock uh, Braun Strowman stalking you. Period is a story in itself. He does not need Money in the Bank to be holding that over your shoulder. Just him being behind you, knowing that some at one point you're gonna have to defend the title is already story enough. KO will add more intrigue. KO being sneakier, being that sneaky character and being a former universal champion himself horrible ring horrible, horrible run but but he is a oh. former universal champion yeah we all know why it was that you know <laughs> but, then, but then again who's had a good run with that title i think finn Balor's had the best run he um <laughs> oh I, I i love this goodbye speech yeah you know <laughs> he was on the today show the day after so you know, the, at least he had a picture taken with the title yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, Brian. Um, I think this is, uh, it might be two, but I'm pretty sure it's three pay-per-views in a row. Uh, we got Shawn Michaels versus Marty Jannetty. Excuse me, Dolph Ziggler versus 
Seth Rollins for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Have at it. Okay. So the big speculation is about your boy Dean Ambrose coming back and helping Seth Rollins. From what I heard, Ambrose still ain't ready. So unfortunately for the people in Brooklyn, as much as they want Ambrose, and trust me, just like on Monday, people want Ambrose. Ambrose ain't to me, Ambrose ain't gonna be showing up at SummerSlam. Ambrose is over. Huh? Ambrose is over. Yeah, Ambrose is over as hell. <laughs> I just pray to God that he comes back. I just hope when he comes back, he's a heel. Yeah. So Ambrose being a heel would be awesome. So to me. I look at it as, all right, Seth still has the disadvantage with McIntyre being on the outside. I definitely think, and I think we can all see it coming a mile away, that you're going to end up having Ziggler versus McIntyre at some point. You mean Shawn Michaels versus Diesel? Yeah, Shawn Michaels versus Diesel. You got to <laughs> But to me, I think... And I and I don't I honestly believe that I don't think those two guys are going to need a title in that matchup. So my prediction for this match, and I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I hope y'all support me on this one. Oh, we're we're supporting you. Whatever your opinion is, we're behind you, bro. All right. So the way I look at it is Seth Rollins is indeed going to win the title at SummerSlam with the help of his former tag team championship partner, Jason Jordan. I'm calling it now. Just think of the swerve. Everybody's going to want Ambrose, and then who comes running out? Jason Jordan. That place will give him nuclear heat. And you know something? He could still play the smiley-go-lucky guy and then have him feud for the title with Rollins. Like I said, Shawn Michaels and Diesel don't need the IC title. They're on to bigger and better things, man. So I'm going with Seth Rollins to win the title. I can't believe that we have gone three weeks now without mentioning the name Jason Jordan. And you pick a prediction. <laughs> Name drop that dude, man. <laughs> like I said, people won't see it coming. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to go ahead and nitpick an easy one. Excuse me. Carmella <laughs> versus Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Am I expecting a great match? Absolutely not. Am I expecting anything remotely great to take away from it? A title change. Um, I'm thinking that the person who overly oh overdue title change. Okay. (laughs) I'm thinking that the person who we've been saying since the women's Royal Rumble actually deserves to have that title is going to walk out of SummerSlam with that belt. That being Becky Lynch. There's my prediction. I got Becky Lynch winning that championship. Now we're now we're going to actually we got two more easy ones to bang out. Um we're probably going to spend 2 seconds talking about this one. Um so we're going to give Eddie a good one. He hasn't really had too much good material to work with. Um Eddie, we got you with the Oh, Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. Oh, the match that finally, finally. Oh, how many years in the making. I know. That I pray, I pray don't let me down. Miz, you better not fuck up. That's going to steal the show. That's going to steal the show. 
that has the potential, oh, yeah. yes, to steal the night right there. My heart wants to say Daniel Bryan, finally, but Miz wins. Oh, For the fact that they keep the feud going. They make, like, like you said earlier, the chase. The chase is always better. So the mm-hmm. Miz wins. Underhandedly, it's obviously not going to be a clean victory from the Miz. But, oh, finally, they finally, this is the match that people have been waiting for forever. Uh, since they said, Daniel Bryan's medically cleared to return, I was looking forward to this match in particular, man. Because the oh, Miz yeah. has been absolutely lighting it up. I mean, his if, matches if, with, with if you think about Bryan's it, were great. They were but all if, good. Even if you think about it, this has been, like, this is something that people have missed. This has been a long-term feud. Yeah. It's been something Chopak organotype. Like they've been feuding for years. Mind you, it's been, you know, we haven't been able to get the match because of different circumstances, different shows, injuries, stuff like that. But they've kept the feud alive the whole time and never went back on the feud. They even, you know, when Daniel Bryan was GM, they still then, they still feuded with each other. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it goes all mm-hmm. the way back to when The Miz was his mentor, Daniel Bryan's mentor and everything. On NXT, yeah. the original NXT, not exactly. the... Uh, so, NXT, yeah. people have missed that point. People don't see it as it's been... This has been a years-on feud that can continue on for years on end. Mm. But that I'm is this, a real... Uh, he went the fact they're going to keep it going... Daniel Bryan probably pick up the victory the next round and the next one. We know that Kodak's prime is going to pick Daniel Bryan, right? We're all in agreement that Kodak is going to pick Daniel on this one. Yeah, <laughs> I think so too. All right, um, Bryan. Yes, sir. We got the new uh, the new flavors on SmackDown that Shane McMahon's been uh, pushing. That being the Bludgeon Brothers against, and I still say this, the most entertaining trio in the history of the WWE. That it does not disinclude Degeneration X, the New Day <laughs> for the Tag Team Championship SmackDown. Who you got? Oh man, I- I'm kind of happy I got this one. Um, I'm a huge fan of the Bludgeon Brothers as wrestlers. I'm not super big on the gimmick. Yeah. Uh, I think Luke Harper, in my eyes, like we talked about a couple weeks ago, about underrated wrestlers, is another guy you can throw in that mix with a Cesaro. <laughs> can I just say that the Bludgeon Brothers gimmick reminds me of early WCW. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they should be coming out of the Dungeon and Doom. Yeah. Or something oh, like that. they're missing Kevin Sullivan, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's all they're missing is somebody like Kevin Sullivan type to be managing that yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, like with the with these guys, man, they're they're very good and they got the size and especially like I said with Luke Harper, he's got the ability to work with smaller guys, faster guys, but they're strong enough to pick up guys like like a Big E and throw him around too. And this match right here to me is one of those, especially after what they did yesterday on SmackDown, man, they tore the house down. <laughs> The, oh, best it. match of the week. That crowd was going yeah, for it. That was really good. That, yeah, that, was, that was, was really, really good. good. 
Just say, oh, SmackDown so, tag team matches in general. Yeah. It's like they put in more. I don't know why. It's just from show to show. It looks like you could just see they put in more effort on something else. Teddy Long's, Teddy Long's spirit is still living in that tag team division. That's Wrong. what it is, man. Holla, holla, player. That's why the tag team division still around because Teddy Long. <laughs> All right. Um, but this match right here is, is kind of more solidifying the whole thing about and like you said new day are entertaining man like you can't see new day come out and not try to have a good time like you gotta be seriously like f yeah. these guys their minstrel show to not like them man these these dudes are entertaining as hell they can all wrestle they can all go in the ring they can all talk on the mic they're they're just like they're yeah. pure entertainment and I've heard rumors about how Vince wants to make them the most decorated tag team of all time. Deservedly so, um, in my opinion. I yeah, believe I, that they are absolutely great. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they, no matter which three you put in, or whichever two out of the three you put in the ring, you're going to yeah. get a good match. And the, these dudes really are the modern-day Freebirds. And I can see the New Day taking this one, man. Um, as much as, like I said, as much as I like the Bludgeon Brothers, the New Day are super hot again. It's, and that's another thing about New Day, too. Even when they're in the back burner, they're still over as hell. And to come in off a win like this in that little mini tag, uh, number one contender yes. tag tournament, it's really big for a team like the New Day. And I think WWE, they're going to ride the wave. You know, they went big on the Bootyo shirts, and now they got the new flat, or the pancake shirts. New Day is a marketing machine. They're everything WWE wants. They make money. They're diverse. They're entertaining. They can and wrestle. I wish yeah, that I could pull the trigger on those New Day pops because I miss the WWE ice cream bars. Like you <laughs> wouldn't even understand, man. <laughs> I, I, I want to cry that day. Them things ain't around. When Punk wanted them back. I really thought we were getting them shits back, but no, we never got. Little them. medical fact about myself: I'm lactose intolerant, and there are certain things that actually. You got to take the pain. That that's one of them. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to take the pain, man. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Brian got the new day, and we back him on that. And Thank you. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and pull what I expect to be a straight snooze fest: Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin, Constable Corbin. I got Finn Balor finally, finally, finally. Getting a clean pay-per-view win. It's now, been a long time. I'm sorry to say, but if anything deserves to be on the kickoff show, it's that match. <laughs> no knock on Finn Balor, but oh, come on. Him and Corbin again. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We're, we're going to spend about as much time on that match as WWE has made it, made it interesting and move on. Um, <laughs> we still got a couple of more uh, to go over, and I'm going to save this one. Hey, and Eddie, you got Shinsuke Nakamura versus Jeff Hardy for the U.S. Championship. Oh, Figure Shinsuke, it out. Shinsuke Nakamura. All right, it's it's, it's a no freaking brainer. It's a matter of do we get a triple threat match out of it, or you know, it's a, just if not. Matter of time till Orton comes out, takes out Jeff Hardy again. Maybe goes after Shinsuke. Maybe they come to blows finally. But Nakamura retains one way or another. All right. Well, Brian, 
as you can kind of figure out, um, there was one match that we didn't cover in particular. And um, I... Ah, Pay-per-view. I'm sorry? More. I said it's a five-hour pay-per-view. There could be more. Actually, this is the last announced match anyway um, so far. Um, But I saved it for you. (laughs) Only because you, my friend, are going to say it. You are going to say it. And that is the singles match for the WWE Universal Championship. We got the Mr. Detox and steroids out of his system, Brock Lesnar, for the UFC, versus the guy, the big dog, the juggernaut of the shield, Roman Reigns. Go ahead. Brian, this is a real bad time to have technical difficulties. <laughs> I think you made you think you made it chase Brian away because he has oh. to actually say oh, Brian is having technical difficulties. Oh, I just want oh. to point out that Brian has technical difficulties when it's time to put an end to our show when we have just built up this haters. You know what, Eddie, take 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 it, take it. Well, for the sake of finally freeing the title, Roman Reigns will win the Universal Championship. You know, it would have sounded so much better coming from Brian the Hater Lopes mouth. <laughs> you actually will give credit. And Brian is a hater. <laughs> just to tell you, just to everybody know. Those words coming out of my mouth made me gag a little bit. I deviated <laughs> a little. Yeah. Oh. But. but finally, finally, the title will be free. And the title will be featured. Featured on Raw like it's supposed to be. And let's not forget that Raw does have the Money in the Bank Championship. So there could be a cash-in um, at the end of that. I mean, Roman did already get the biggest cash-in of all time, quote-unquote, on him at WrestleMania when he fought. Wait a minute. Who did he fight that match again? Oh, Brock Lesnar. (laughs) (laughs) But it'll be finally good to see that, you know, the the title, well, you know, saw the title last week on Raw, and, you know, it was one of the highest-rated episodes of Raw in a while. Yeah. So, you know, it means people actually want to see the belt back. Uh, Not a champion at this point. Well, Codex, um, you got our prediction. And uh, Eddie, you, got, you want to leave the people with anything? Uh, no, not this week. No Dude, that's thought. two weeks in a row. <laughs> well, I just want to say one thing. Go ahead. Being that the challenge has been laid down, I do want to know if Codex Prime, if this is going to from Codex Prime, this is going to be a one-on-one between Kyle and Carl, or do I have to, you know, dust off my controller and go pick up a game? That I no, no. I think they want. I think they want one-on-ones in all of us. Uh, Victor said that he isn't really a fighting games guy, um, but he said he'll go ahead and dust off the old, uh, you know, the old polished, unpolished, I should say, skills. Uh, so you're in, bro. 
I, and if you're that bad, I think you should be the one to fight Victor. <laughs> hey, I haven't played in years, but I don't. I do have a PS4, and I will go pick up the game if I have to. You gotta. We gotta do this for the UWO, man. We gotta do this for us. All right, guys. But uh, we're gonna go ahead and wrap up this episode. Actually, on time for once. But um, it's been a pleasure talking to you guys three weeks in a row. We're actually enjoying doing this. And thank you for taking the time out to listen to our little podcast. Uh, and on behalf of Brian, I have technical difficulty lopes. <laughs> <laughs> and my man who stayed with us for the whole hour, Eddie Ortiz, this has been the UWO third episode. We'll see you back next week. Later.